I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Bitch, bitch, bitches, leave. Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple guys talk about the movies. Ryan, how are you? Uh, What's happening, Hoops? That's right, folks. I am Scott Sweeney, and I forgot how to intro this show because we missed a week, (laughs) and that's why this is so clunky. Just immediate rust? (laughs) I'm not letting you redo it either. We're we're keeping it as is. We're cooking. I'm in. The levels are fucked up right now, too. It's like I forgot how to run the soundboard. I mean, there's no time to waste. We got to get right into it because we missed a week and we're going to take you down to the trailer corner. Wow. Right up top. Yeah, let's do it right up top. I got it right here. Because I think comedies are back. I saw a trailer. Well, we're going to watch it right now. But Jennifer Lawrence is back and starring in a ribald sex comedy (laughs) that looks in the vein of an American pie. I got to figure out the music cut off or the audio. So I got to put that back on. She took like a couple years off and then made that Apple TV movie that nobody but us saw. And now this. this. What's his face from Girls? He's good. From the bear? You went radio silent on me. Is that what this is about? Jennifer Lawrence is attractive. Buongiorno. That's my cousin. Gary, I swear to God, he's my cousin. He's my second cousin. There's something seriously wrong with you. She's she's horny, folks. She's like a she's like a sex lady. <laughs> she's one of those uh, sex hats. This looks like a classic like eighties or nineties movie. No, have you seen these helicopter parents? I'm surprised they're not gonna themselves. He's just been so worried about our son. He's going to Princeton in the fall. Matthew Broderick with that long hair. He's, he's back. He out his hair went white from the horror of running over a family in Ireland. Do you kid. date him or date him? Yes. Date him. Date him hard. I'll date his brains out. He volunteers. I'm just amazed to see a trailer for a comedy. I thought what? they were dead. How about I give you a ride home? Um, this isn't the way to my house. The shortcut. You're Fuck my hostage. Yeah. What you got down there? Something for me? Oh. He maced her. Because he's a nerd. You're 19. Quarrel up. <laughs> this kid is on Have a night together. He'll have a Long Island iced tea. <laughs> See, that's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> is that you? <laughs> this is nice tea. That butt? Is she married? She is, I believe. I think she was married to Darren Aronofsky for a bit. Director of the absolutely dreadful The Whale, which is going to win a bunch of Oscars tomorrow night. Do you think he's going to win Best Picture? I think he might win Best Actor, but I don't even know. That's what I meant to say, yeah, Best Actor. I don't think that'll win Best Picture. No, it won't. It might win Best Actor. It'll win like best effects or best makeup or whatever. Folks, have you seen The Whale? I hate it more every time I think about it. 
or see anyone talk about it in any way. This looks fun though, right? It looks like a movie. Yeah, I'll, I, I'll watch this. No Hard Feelings is the name of this picture. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll watch that. That looks fun. I turned it on. I was just like, hey, maybe the movies are back. I think the movies might be back. Also, there's a movie about uh, mentally challenged kids uh, being coached by Woody Harrelson to a basketball championship. Is that Bobby Farrelly? It is. And that's when you know the movies are back, mm. when things like this are playing. Peter Farrelly's sauntering off to make another Green Book and taking himself too seriously, making white savior movies that no one remembers exist after they finish. Correct. And... Bobby is back to his roots, making fun of retarded people. <laughs> yeah, they're both... Uh, I like that they split the difference. Like They made a bunch of movies together that were funny, but had like a heartwarming edge to it. And then they split up. You can tell which one brought which to the table. <laughs> it's like, I'm making Academy mm. Award winning pictures. I'm a this, Bobby guy. This guy's directing, uh, you know. Green Book is a movie that people do not remember at all. It doesn't exist, and it I, won Best Picture. I turned it off. The Did time you really? I tried to watch it when it was Oscar season that year. I saw it in theaters. I thought it was boring. I didn't care. It was for pretty it. boring. Yeah. I think the first time I watched it, I was like, "All right, all right." Speaking of Green Book, did you hear the good news that Madonna's brother is dead? I did not, but that is a goddamn tragedy. Rest in peace, Madonna's brother. I'm going to start crying, I think. Do you think he killed himself when he saw her face <laughs> after the Grammys? I think that's probably what happened, yeah. She looks like she got stung by a hundred bees. She looks a little odd, I'll say. She's all puffy. Yeah. She looks she's, terrible. She's clearly gone through... Uh, I think she's had some work done. What do you think? Nah, no way. That's, not, that's natural. Maybe like Botox once years ago, but that would be it. Just the ones. Yeah, that was probably it. This is a huge cut. I mean... What do you think? This is a cut. I think it's weird that she was going to direct her own biopic. And like Florence Pugh and that girl from Ozark were like fighting over who was going to get the role for it for a while. Oh. I think that got shelved and they're not going to make it. And that sounds like a good idea quite frankly but folks wait who from ozark ruth yeah ruth what's her face uh could you see her sydney Poitier or whatever her name is mm. uh she looks like madonna yeah well madonna before she destroyed herself i don't think madonna needs a biopic actually maybe she does i'd watch it Every, she's yeah she needs a biopic i'm gonna take that back and whoever plays her will win an oscar just like austin butler probably will i think he's gonna win best actor yeah do we have to do oscar picks are you no, I think no, we already... No? All right, good. Is that Sunday? Yes. Okay. Are we going to watch the Oscars? That's the real question. We are. I'll bring the box wine. <laughs> and did you hear that Bova's Bakery, mm. a bakery that has never closed in its 97 years of existence, will close for the first time while Matt Damon and Casey Affleck are filming scenes for their new movie, The Instigators. And... I just, this is the movie that the working title was just Quincy. I think we talked about it a few episodes ago. <laughs> and I want on this set, I want in this movie. Folks, how are we going to do this? Bovis has really good cookies Ooh. and they are open all the time. Are they okay? I don't get it. <laughs> is that something to do with jizz? <laughs> no. Is that would, a semen joke? I would never work so blue. A bunch of guys in a circle having ejaculate all over a cookie? Ah, ah. That's not very delightful. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, I'll watch anything they do. I don't care. 
Did you see also that you can rent the house from Goodwill Hunting for $4,500 a month? What? Oh, yeah. Wow. Like it's a rental property, I guess. It's a duplex. And like the upstairs is is what you're renting or I don't know. Whatever it is, it's like not the actual unit, but it's the same building. We buy it just to like reenact the scene where he's looking in and Will's not there all day. <laughs> over and over again. Who gets to be the one who got out? You? And I'm stuck? We can switch. All right. We can both, Done. you know, go through the motions. Some days you look for me. Some days I look for you. <laughs> Sounds sort of I'm lovely. also I'm looking for a uh, friend of the show Ben Savage right now from Boy Meets World fame. He's actually announced this week that he's running for Congress. Wow. What do you think about that? I mean, Boy Meets Reality. Am I right, folks? You're... That'll probably be the name of his uh, reality show that they give him after this political venture fails pretty shortly. Yeah, I wonder what he's got next. Probably like a Jason Biggs arc where he's doing bad game shows from soda companies. He what wishes would, he had a big arc. If there was a sitcom about your life, would it be called Oh Boy Meets World? Hmm, I think it might be. <laughs> Folks, is that a green light? Are we going to get a two-season order at Hulu? Oh boy, I got this show. <clears throat> I mean, in time. We'll get mm. there. Right, folks? Mm. Speaking of shows that probably shouldn't exist, uh, Amazon is developing a Creed universe including a TV show, an anime, and what? possibly a show like about... Japanese animation? Yes. Of Creed. Evidently, Michael B. Jordan is a big anime guy and cited several news as to me. his inspiration for his directorial work in Creed 3, which we will be reviewing later in this here program. You loved it. I did. You hated it. I did. <laughs> We're going to get into it. Can't wait. It's pretty classic show stuff. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I don't know if, I think they might be going too far with the Creed stuff. Like, I don't know if we need like uh, no. an ongoing series and an anime. Not and everything has to become else. a universe. There's no need for that. Yeah, I'm getting a little tired of universes. M maybe we put universes in the obits? Is I've had open universes in the obit since like the second Iron Man. Like I can't, I don't understand why, like a guy like Michael B. Jordan, who's great, shitty director. I'm going to say it before we even get to reviews. I think he's something of a visionary, but yes. Shitty director, focus on, I don't know, more serious roles. You don't look like a boxer. You don't move like a boxer. I don't, I'll get into it. But it's no, just no. to me, they, that's what they do now. They, they revive stuff. Mm. Or they take one property that does property that does well, and they drive it into the fucking ground like a railroad spike. There's they really just do. zero ingenuity whatsoever. And we're, one of the other reviews we're talking about is the sixth iteration of Scream, yeah, which we liked, but still, it's more of the same. Yeah, and in that vein, uh, Fox is moving forward with a Flintstone spinoff series called Bedrock. Uh, Elizabeth Banks, friend of the show, who's been shepherding the project will lead the voice cast of the series. Oh, I guess it's animated. Hmm. Starring as Pebbles, the adult daughter of Fred and Wilma. This is what we're talking about. They can't just make a new show about something that doesn't exist. They're like, it has to be about the continuing adventures of the Flintstones. <laughs> I just tried to find the Flintstones theme and there's just nothing. Although they got Jolo Trulio as Barney. I think that's kind of inspired casting. I'm a Jolo head. <laughs> He's really doing it. <laughs> oh my god, the fucking master! And also, uh, I don't know, it's got a decent voice cast, but it's like, why, why are you making that? Bedrock? What the fuck are we doing? 
What if Adam Sandler was Fred Flintstone? Well, Scott, it's me, Fred Flintstone. Oh. You jerk. I got nothing for this bit, but... I I can't tell who is voicing this. It's me, John Goodman. Oh, shit, there he is, friend of the show. I'm not fat anymore. I know, you look weird since you lost all the weight, but I think your work is stronger than ever. And actually, Scatter in the fucking ashes. You don't look that weird. I don't want to make fun of John Goodman. He looks weird. Fuck. All that loose skin. Fuck, he does. You're right. I'm such a uh, righteous gemstones guy. I, Needs more Walton Goggins. I don't love that show, but I'm a big Danny McBride guy. Very polarizing figure. People are either in or out on him. I get Much it. Like, I think he's great, but... Which reminds me of Jeremy Renner, who's a <laughs> new vehicle <laughs> renovation show, <laughs> Renovations premieres in two weeks on disney plus and it's times like this i want to remind people that uh we live in hell and no one is coming to save no matter what we live in it's not as bad as the hell that he's experiencing in the hospital right now yeah with all of his extremities shattered to bits i love you think if he died in a snowplow accident they would have shelved renovations or do you think they would have released it as like a they probably would have released it with like an in memoriam in the beginning yeah. like tiny dinky daffy it'd be a nice pancaked by a slow dump truck driver that'd be a nice posthumous treat for us mm. jeremy renner's uh vehicle renovation show i mean i hope there's at least an episode where he talks about renovating snowplows and jay leno comes on and they talk about yeah. how they horribly injured you got themselves hurt too yeah. i hurt myself twice in the same year yeah. you seen this you heard about this yeah. they released a picture of his like scars on his face and it was kind of it's cars guys yeah. yeah um oh en- enemy of the show big news um, yeah hit me local news Please. I should say Northampton, Massachusetts is using pandemic relief money to paint the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on their manhole covers. What do you think? <laughs> is that cool? Uh, that's super cool and also rad and totally tubular, dude. <laughs> no, I that feel like I- Northampton is like a big heroin neighborhood, so that makes it even funnier <laughs> to me. Like, I gotta go down in the sewer and get my dope. <laughs> They're all just like fucked up talking to the turtles on these manhole covers. Like splinters fucking, we're having a goo over here. I was thinking like it's a bunch of drug addicts, but they're also, they're they're in the sewer and they're painted green with shells. What do you think? Hopefully they're down there and they have like that cool train apartment like the turtles did in the original trilogy. Remember their cool? Yes, I do. They're like subterranean lair. Yeah. I remember seeing that and being like, oh, is that what people do? You like go into the sewer and you find an abandoned train station and you live there? Yes. I feel like you were a big Michelangelo guy because you're so easygoing and you like pizza. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, you're right on the money. I've been compared to Michelangelo before by several different people. Have you organically. really? Yeah. That's funny. It's it's a thing. <laughs> With like the discussion of like which turtle are you comes up and yes. I don't really identify with any of them to be honest. That's happened several times and everyone's immediately like, Well, you're a Michelangelo. As long <laughs> I'm as like, I'm am I? as long as I'm not Donatello, I'm good. Yeah, you don't want to be Donatello. He's the fucking nerd. Monty is Donatello. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of a staff, he has a leg. 
and he's spinning it around. <laughs> I'm going to get a text about this. I hope this is the one that finally offends him. I think you might have got him. Teenage Mutant Ninja Leg. And nope. He's like, it's not the leg stuff. The fact that you called me Donatello. I, I will not have this. Donatello also went to Harvard and Stanford. Yeah. Um, are no, you excited? Also, oh, go ahead. Just Turtles-wise, they released a trailer for the new animated Turtles movie. Seth Rogen one. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? I mean, it looks pretty charming. They gave it like the Into the Spider-Verse animation. So it looks all like, mm. you know, it's got a cool. They should have done it in rotoscoping. Mm. And had uh, what's your, Richard, Richard Linklater direct it. I've been waiting for Richard Linklater to start directing <laughs> Marvel or DC movies. Any day now. That would be sick. Wait, but this yeah. isn't a Marvel attached thing, is it? No. Oh, okay. Just, it scared me for a second there. They're just doing another Turtles. And I feel like Seth Rogen, uh, he's also voicing uh, Bebop. Which I'm looking forward to that performance. It's a choice. Yeah. But, you know, it looks cute. We don't need to trailer corner it. But, Who's uh, voicing uh, Rocksteady? Like James Franco, Back from the Dead? Probably. <laughs> and speaking of James Franco, who portrayed Tommy Wiseau in The Disaster oh, Artist. Wow. They are. I saw this, actually. They're remaking The Room for Charity with Bob Odenkirk in the Tommy Wiseau role. A couple things here. I want to put the room in the obits. It's not funny anymore. <laughs> it was funny the first time, yeah. Yeah, but now at this point, it's like, what are we just gonna like laugh at how shitty this movie is for a fucking for forever? Well, like, they it's did enough. the disaster artist, and that should have been the pin. Like that's that's it. Yeah, it's like this is the yeah exactly. That that's should have the, been the end of talking about and laughing at a bad movie. That I walked sucks. out of the room. What do you th or uh, the disaster artist? What do you think? I mean that's it's fair. I thought it was good, but it was fine. I just was bored, and I forget what happened. I like, I think it was when I was dating Sarah, and she was having one of her menti bees. So I had to, <laughs> so I had to leave the theater. Make it sound so charming, calling it a menti. When bee. there's so many of them, you have to, you know. Mm. Whatever works. Sarah, if you're listening to this, you ruined me as a man. <laughs> My wife is trying to pick up the pieces as we speak. My wife. So I resent you deeply. <laughs> but you're still a friend of the show, right? No, she's not. Okay. Don't listen. <laughs> not even for bits sake. She probably listens, that maniac. Take I mean, me to court. Ooh. Um, where were we, though? I just, I just fell I, down a trauma spiral. Yeah. <laughs> I'm shaking over here. Pretty soon, young Ank's going to arrive. Uh-oh. I mean... Oh, God. I'm, I also thought Bo, uh, Bob Odenkirk would be better than this. I like they put in all the stories that they're doing for charity, because mm. I feel like it's embarrassing to be Well, they don't want to... It's like saying, like... It's like a nerdy guy asking a girl out, like, oh, like if the elevator comes, then you have to give me a kiss. But like, if it doesn't, like, it's no big deal or whatever. Yeah. And they're just, they're hedging their bets, if you will. Mm, I think you're right. Speaking of hedging your bets. Uh-oh. You guys talking about me? Uh, you did get brought up, young Ang. How are you, by the way? Are you well? Um, you know I'm never <laughs> or, that good. Yeah, you're like traumatized and like not having a goo. It's pretty hard walking around with the weight of my horrific molestation and mm. all of the, just the ways that it manifested itself in Ank's life later, you know? Like, yeah. it was that, and then it was he, every toxic relationship, especially that girl Sarah. She was the fucking worst. No doubt, no doubt. Do you think that um, if 
Sarah, if they like, if they did a another movie about the room, do you think she would play the female lead and Hank could play Tommy Wiseau? And instead of like really bad acting, it's just the female lead throwing plates across yes. the room to hit the hit Hank. I think that would be great. That's a green light as long as it's for charity. I don't really believe in charity. I think well, okay, fine. We'll give all of the money to. Um, the Trevor Project. Ooh. That's for gays, right? Yeah. Lil Ank, while I have you here, let me run this by you. Uh, Nick Cannon will star in a new game show. Nick where, Cannon is hilarious. Where women will compete to have his next child. This is real and evidently will be an NBC program. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's making a joke out of having kids. He already has like 13 kids. This is his bit now, like having a yeah. crazy amount of kids. He, he's also like a to god like, guy. and 13 like, kids to like 14 different women, if that's even possible. Like, I don't even know what <laughs> One kid doing. came out of two different women. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they morph, morphed together. Like this sounds like a joke show. Yeah, but it doesn't sound real, but it is. Happening. March 7th, he's also, he, the father of 12 announced he is expecting again. So he's 12, about to be 13. Do you remember Children when was. he has lupus and like he was on Howard Stern when they both did America's Got Talent together <laughs> and they were talking about how Nick like never, ever stops working. <laughs> Nick, Nick when you're about to like uh, impregnate your wife, did you get a boner? <laughs> is that is that how that works? Yeah, yeah, Howard, I did. You know, <laughs> you got to have a boner to, to get in there. Nick, I like how uh, you wear do-rags and you're wacky. You got a bunch of kids. This is great stuff. I, I I don't think there's anything I'd want to do less than have that many kids. I don't want one fucking kid. Having a kid seems like such an anchor on your life. Think about what his day must be like. I imagine he's always just oh. getting like shuttled around in between all his awful gigs, just on the phone with all these women all day, being like, what is that one doing, huh? Wait, hold on. I got this other one over here saying this. Yeah, how many of them are like of a certain age that like they can take care of themselves? Any of them? Nick Cannon's my age, right? I, th I think they're all like 10 and under. I oh, think this is like his... Fuck. Yeah. This gives me anxiety just hearing about his life. I can't even imagine what it's like to be him or... Near Whenever him. I talk to people that are trying to have kids or that already have a bunch of kids, I just feel like I'm in the dumpster in Star Wars and the walls are just slowly crushing mm. in on me. It's a beautifully nerdy reference to me. You, I love it. You ask people like what they're going to do over the weekend and if they have children... Unless they have like a bunch of money, it's not going to be very fun. It's no. usually like they're roped into like all these different children's parties and just uh. not having goose. I mean, oh, Darth Vader's here. Hey, Darth. How you doing, hoops? I'm well. Are are you having a goo? No. <laughs> oh no, you're not. I hate kids, hoops. Yes, you famously killed a bunch of younglings, which is the nerdy word for kids yes. in the Star Wars universe. Is there another Star Wars movie coming out anytime soon? There actually isn't. They, I saw a story the other day that there are zero Star Wars films currently in development, which gave me a true sigh of relief. What See am that? I supposed to do now? <laughs> Just, I mean... Am I even alive, canonically? I, that's a good question. You were in that Obi-Wan prequel that nobody on Earth watched or cared about in any way. Hey, how you doing, guys? It's me, the Mandalorian. Oh, wow, it's uh, Pedro Pascal's The Mandalorian. I've been very busy with The Last of Us. 
You have. You're season all over five us. of The Mandalorian is going to be really good. I promise you. Okay, I think season three just started, but it's a teaser for season well, five. We're getting. You got to hang in there. Yep. It'll definitely get there, I'm sure. I think this voice is pretty good. What do you think? I'm, I'm liking it. I'm, you're in the pocket. It's me, Mando. And I wish I cared at all to watch The Last of Us, but I really just don't. I think, I think it's one of those shows that's popular because it's popular and that everybody says you should watch it. Yep. Also, there's a trans character in the show, which oh, I think there? people like. Is that is that what the... Bella Ramsey is a they. Oh. So don't say she when you talk to her. Okay. Shit, I already fucked it up. I'm <laughs> out of here. Fuck. Darth, I thought he would be more uh, of the times. That was the Mandalorian. Oh, yeah, that was the Mandalorian. Yeah, you forgot. I feel like that was a decent impression. What do you think? I loved it, quite All right, frankly. Good. You're too positive, though. I can't trust you. I need to hear someone later who sucks or who hates everything. No. So anybody out there listening that hates everything, if you thought that was a pretty good impression, let me know. Enough the podcast at Gmail. We haven't got an email in like a calendar year. And I'm sure it'll be another until we do. Speaking of people reaching out, friend of the show, Matt Cafano texted me earlier to let me know that I think you should leave season three has a release date of May 30th. That's what I'm talking about. I was wondering the other day, like, it right. seems like there should be new episodes of that. I feel like it's been a should while. should be a new episode every day. There's nothing better than when you got a, a hot season or something coming up. I wish there were more good shows on right now. I feel like we're in something of a drought. Um, I mean, I'm watching... I'm watching Better Call Saul, so I don't feel like I'm in a drought at all. It's like the best show I've ever seen. I mean, I'm watching Milf Manor, so things are fucked wow. up. But I'm really glad that you finally got into Better Call Saul, and you're digging it as much as I did. The funny part about Better Call Saul is I knew you were right. I just knew that I'd need to invest. Because I knew I'd have to get all the way through season one before I really got into it, and that was the that was true. Like I was there, but I wasn't really there until like midway through season two. Yeah, is when I really was like, okay, I'm invested in all of it. They do everything right. Yeah, like they, Monty was saying like, oh, all the sandpiper, like the intricacies of their business. I love all that stuff. They nail like the little things on that show. Oh yeah, and they make you care so much about. Uh, Saul and Kim, the whole deal. This was my argument the other day because I was shitting on Succession for like the 50th time, which is one of my fun things that I like to do because it upsets people. Mm. I was saying, I really do mean this though. Of all the characters on Succession, Kendall, Logan, Roman, Shiv, Tom, Greg, I hate them all. Mm -hmm. They're good actors and I like the show, mm. but the characters themselves are fucking assholes. I don't root yeah. for any of them. Like maybe Greg once in a while, maybe Kendall when I feel bad for him or something. But That is one of the interesting parts of the show because yeah. you're kind of not supposed to. They are all... Ugh, they are not, all pieces of shit, kind of. And they're not even anti-heroes. They're just like, I don't like them, and I want them to fail. They're cunts. And to me, that doesn't necessarily work stretched out over four seasons. Better Call Saul, we're into the fifth season. He's a full-on anti-hero. Like, he's kind of a bad guy, but I can't yeah. stop rooting for him. Yeah, and it's great because, especially at the beginning, like, they, they show that he's like an asshole with a heart of gold. Right. Like, he means well, but he's like in this... He gets embroiled in a bunch of stuff. There's one scene in particular. It's, this is a spoiler of like season four, but like who gives a shit? Mm. When he gets mixed up with the old folks home, the sandpiper thing. And remember he like makes all of the women turn on the one woman because she wasn't like allowing to, she was the head and they needed her testimony. Yeah. And 
Then he feels bad that the women are being mean to her. So he like sets up an elaborate bingo ruse exactly. to like trick yeah. them into thinking that, she, you know, well, to let them know how it really went down. And mm. he goes through all these, this legwork to like make this old lady. It made me really sad. It was really sweet. With the old lady. great storyline. So, great storyline. Loved it. Yeah. that 10 out of 10. They do a lot of stuff like that where like, yeah, he goes, he does so much work just to like swindle, to do like a double swindle for like, yeah, it's a great show. We saw this, the scene last night where he gets back at those guys who mug him when he has his pay phone or his pay-as-you-go phone money. Mm. When he has Huel like tie oh, them yeah. up upside down with the baseball bat. And like, God damn, that was satisfying. So good. And it gets better every season. Like the final season of Better Call Saul is probably better than most of Breaking Bad. I and don't... I, and I think I, it ended way more interestingly than Breaking <clears throat> Bad. Breaking Bad, I think, did the best. Like what was Breaking Bad going to do, right? And I liked El Camino. I thought it was great. But well, that's the best part about Better Call Saul because they like add, they make the Breaking Bad finale richer with what they do with Better Call Saul. It's so fucking good. If you don't watch it, folks, I can't recommend it enough. And speaking of great TV shows, did you see that the Sopranos creator David Chase is I did making see this? You sent this to me. A new series for FX. You get a lot of your information from Lights, Camera, Barstool. I have I noticed. <laughs> Is I, that hacky? Probably. Yes, but at the same time, for some reason, they break shit fast. Yeah. They're just like, they're what Instagram shows me. But what do you think are of you this? A, are you a Viva La Stool kind of guy? You got a big tapestry in your new apartment? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm all about by stool. They're pretty fucking sick and dope. And once Tom Brady starts doing stand-up, I'm going to go oh, see Jesus. him. I have that in my notes, too. I'm going to actually go on tour with him and Gronk. We're gonna do. We're gonna be the new uh, original kings of comedy. That's like gonna be our thing. It's gonna you want to do the sports corner with, while we're doing Tom do. Brady stuff? I do. Do you have a sports thing? I don't. Just that. The fact that, folks, if you haven't heard, Tom Brady has retired from the game of football and has come out saying he is going to pursue stand-up comedy. All right, men. <laughs> Dwayne Wade, basketball player's son is trans and is getting their name changed legally a word that's it that's pretty well did they see 80 for brady they did did they like it they loved it okay as long as they liked 80 for brady then i'm happy and they're happy and i kept saying they and we nailed it make sure you listen to sports and hang in there for more sports next week and the, the sports corner Watch sports. Renovations premiering April 30th on Disney Plus. <laughs> Good plug. And did you see? I feel like I'm sorry. I'm like sniffling everybody. I have my f- fun spring allergies. It's not right. It's not right. And I don't know what that new David Chase series is going to be, but I hope it's like a Roa Priel spinoff or maybe a spinoff about Vito's goth son taking poos and showers. <laughs> You look like a Puerto Rican whore. (laughs) Hurry up, there's no eating in the car. And speaking of HBO, they announced officially that the upcoming fourth season of Barry will be the final season. (laughs) They're ending Succession and Barry. HBO's running out of shows. Those are like their big two. Barry is the best show on HBO, in my opinion. And that sucks. Especially season three. I loved season oh, three. Oh, yeah. I thought it was, it was so like a, dark and awesome. I thought it was a piece of work. Monty still thinks it was too scary. 
It kind of was. That's why it was so good. They did the anti-hero thing you're talking about. Yes. Where you know Barry's got a heart of gold, but he's he's up to his shoulders in turmoil, mm. folks. <coughs> but yeah, I'm not going to spoil Barry for people who aren't watching it, but you should watch it. And I think this new final season's going to be good. I love when they end a show too like earlier than you think they will, because that means they have an idea. And they're not just like, yeah, let's just keep going with this, because... If it were on Showtime, it would have run for another 11 seasons. Yeah, literally. Like Barry in a nursing home. They'd be like, Bill, you can't end this show. This is your life now. We need this, Bill. And yeah, I'm excited to see what he does after Barry. I hope he like makes some movies. Because he... Tag of the Clones. He directed every episode of season three. And he's he's got the stuff. He's got the juice. Yeah, absolutely. See where that goes, yeah. In front of and behind the camera. Did you see that Mike Epps got uh, arrested at the airport with a loaded gun? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, he had a loaded gun Mike. with bullets in the chamber. Mr. Actually, Epps. no, not in the chamber. He had them. I think they were. Blah, blah. What's the term for like if you have a revolver? Like they were in the chamber. In the, I think chamber is when it's going to come out and kill you. Rion, I need a clarification on this. You're a gun guy. They were in the I clip. Only, yeah. Maybe clip stuff. I think it was a revolver though, so there's no clip there. Let's be gun guys. Um, I think if I were a gun guy, I'd be a S-U-I-C-I-D-E guy. Let's so not be gun guys. Might not be the best idea. Okay, we're not gun guys. Yeah. Um, we're, we we become gun guys, and like two weeks later, you're, back, you're down here by yourself. Yeah. I'm like, hey, team. Hey, team. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast where you can hear one guy talk about the movies. You doing all the cheap bits alone? That is my dying wish, actually. If I die before you, wow. especially at my own hand, I need you doing the show alone in I'm, eternity. I'm what not, do you think? I'm not even going to entertain such a thought. That first but. episode would be so funny, though. Do you think Monty would still be as amped up for it? Like, I'm going to listen five and a half times now. You considering this just because of the extra potential Monty listens? Me looking down from heaven at Monty in his modest Mazda, just ripping the episodes. Like, wow, that sixth listen. Look at that. <clears throat> no, but they didn't release a trailer yet, but evidently there's a Bob Ross biopic coming out with Owen Wilson playing Bob Ross. Like, oh, wow, paint. Oh, wow, I got this afro on. Look at this poster. Uh, are we saying speaking of suicide attempts or <laughs> we is are. this just an organic Owen Wilson mention? <laughs> yeah. Let's, uh, let's pretend it's both. Not only did I consider suicide and Owen Wilson actually attempted suicide. Speaking of death, Tom Sizemore, friend of the show and alleged pedophile, uh, is dead at 61. Um, of uh, something to do with his heart and brain, I think. <laughs> they both went... They, they just both, both exploded <laughs> and he's gone. Something with his heart and brain. I think they both exploded. <laughs> I guess the thing. action for him was the juice, yes. in fact. I mean, does he have alleged pedophile accusations? They're... Cod dug up some storyline. Oh, Cod's like opening a cold case on Tom Sizemore. <laughs> he Hannibal burst him. Yeah, Cod <laughs> dug up some detail, like some old article where he allegedly touched the genitals of an 11 year old girl on a movie set and then her family <laughs> covered it up. I mean, I can't speak to this. 
I took down my Tom Sizemore post after I heard this. I must say, I was like, ah, I can't co-sign that. I've trusted Cod's detective work in the past, but I might, I might have to look into this myself before I agree with any of these. When you look at him, can you kind of see it? (laughs) You kind of can. Yeah, he was good though. Sizemore, as he was awesome. He was a great supporting actor. He's bluffing you, Elliot. I always think about him in uh, Saving Private Ryan. His death scene is so realistic. He gets like. Like all the scenes in that movie, like his death, it happens in like a weird, unexpected mm. way. And he's just like, ah, shit, I got shot. And he like throws his helmet at the guy and does this whole like, it's very realistic. It's like, it's fucked up. And he's in heat. He's really good in bringing out the dead. I should have his IMDb up to give him mm. a more proper shot. That's his, out. probably his top three, right? True romance. Yeah. He was a great that guy. He died, and also Linda Kasabian from the Manson family is dead at 73. Oh, word? Yeah. I think she and Tom Sizemore uh, overdosed together. You know, I thought those two crazy kids were going to make it, but it didn't happen. Mm. Um, I went mildly viral last week over... Tell us about that, yeah. A Chris Rock. <laughs> I was watching his special to see... Uh, about his material with the slap, the Will Smith stuff. And it was not great. He does does it at the very end, and it's just kind of like average. I was expecting like the world. Did he think everybody was tuning in to hear him address the slap? I think Netflix paid him evidently $40 million for this special. And they made a whole thing of it. They... It was like a live special, their first live thing. Okay. But now it's just up there. You can just watch it. But the Saturday it came out, it was live. and. But yeah, I... Didn't they edit some of it out from the live? I heard, I heard that, they cut something. I heard he like messed up a joke and they took that out. It's like, no, leave that in. That's funny. Yeah, I messed up. Yeah. Because then if he's a pro, he like made probably made fun of himself messing up. And that was probably funny. But anyways, I did a bit where... I put subtitles on a a picture of him from the stand-up, and I wrote, yes, I made a Saw movie, and it's very bad. Yeah, that's hilarious. It's like, you know, it's no like good? a dumb thing that I do with Photoshop's. Mm-hmm. And uh, it got some action, and people were, like, mad at me. Twitter was aghast. That's so strange. Why do people care? Yeah, and it was just like, I could see their point. It's like, it is kind of cunty. But it's like, it's me. It's fine. This is like... I'm a sweet boy. Yeah. I'm like making excuses for myself. Like, you don't understand, internet. It's me. You can't be mad at me. You're fired. (laughs) No, not me. This is fucked up. I'm going to be on Donald Trump's version of Twitter, whatever that's called. Fucking tweeting to nobody. I mean, I'd look her right in that fat, ugly face of hers and say, Rosie, you're fired. Terrific. But it was just funny. I was saying to dan the other day like i was getting the dopamine drip from like all the a- action and notification from this tweet but it was all bad news it was people like quote tweeting and being mad at me it was a very confusing yeah that's no good thing but uh i've never gone viral before i don't believe yeah like almost a million people saw this tweet really i was like nervous and like about to delete it how many links to the show are on your Twitter profile? Several. Okay, and I, good, good. And I did good. that thing where I put a link to the most recent episode under it. Good it was for you. Good for you. But like one of the guys who works on the movies sent me a DM 
Scott, quick question. Why would you not take the spiral meme down when you know it's fake? Did you create it? I didn't respond. <laughs> Why didn't you say, yes, I did? <laughs> because oh, good for you. I was scared and I don't want Jigsaw <laughs> to be mad at me. I don't want him to send Billy the puppet after me. I don't want to wake up in a fucking dank bathroom. Dankner. Yes. That's very funny. But you scared? I'm scared. See, if he DM'd me, I would absolutely have gone in on it. I would be more scared at a comment because then it's like now everyone's going to see both directions That's here. What, there was that too. Like people with a, like thousands and thousands of followers quote tweeting my tweet saying like, this is a really shitty thing to do. <laughs> Scott. Yes, Jigsaw? Fuck. You tweeted about one of my movies. Fuck. Now I have you tied up in a room well, with nothing but vegetables to eat. Jigsaw, hear me out. I see the counters going. I only have 45 seconds before these cars split and my I'm just a pile of goo. I will lock you in this room. <laughs> no, but I did this because this is the one Saw movie that you're not in. I think Chris Rock destroyed the franchise by changing the Saw voice and acting in the movie and writing it because everything he did was dog shit. I can't disagree with you there. Yes. But that doesn't mean you get to not eat the vegetables. Fuck and other complicated restaurant items that you can't pronounce. <laughs> God damn it, Jigsaw. I can't live like this. You'll okay. be on TV and everyone will see you not being able to eat the food. Okay, the time is about to go. I'm about to explode and nails are gonna... Eat or die. <laughs> that is your choice. I'm gonna die. Love you, Jigsaw. Would you rather die than eat like a salmon... Yes. Burger? <laughs> <laughs> the answer is yes. You choosing death over, like, a mild fish and, like, asparagus dish? Yes. I mean... You burst out of the trap and just start eating a bunch of candy to ch cleanse your palate? <laughs> Hell yeah. What did yeah, you have folks, today? Pizza for lunch and dinner? I literally... Yes. <laughs> I told you what I got here and we had pizza. I, Funny. I, I've eaten nothing but pizza all day. We got pizza at works. The muckety mucks. Scott. Yes, Jigsaw? Your diet is a terrible <laughs> abomination. It is. I don't feel well. You have the palate of a five-year-old. I know. Maybe even a four-year-old. I'm, like, getting worse, I think. <laughs> it's bad. Your next trap is you must go and get a physical and have your blood work done by your PCP. Oh, no. <laughs> and you have to pay the copay oh, in cash. Can I show up with Donnie Wahlberg, a friend of the franchise? If your cholesterol is high... In particular, your LDL cholesterol. I will drop a hammer on your head. Wow. Uh, Jigsaw, do you work out at Ankfit? I do. I thought you might. Ankfit.com. <laughs> Hell yeah. I don't feel like doing the voice anymore. I'm going to get a sore throat. You hit the post very well. Um, but yeah, that was done fun. enough Jigsaw shit that I should know where it is. Um, do you want to go down to the Mark Wahlberg corner? For one hot second? Uh, I, yes. Yes, I do. Because uh, it was funny at the SAG Awards, which happened a few weeks ago. Oh, wow. I wanted to cover this, too. He, um... <laughs> evidently, he, like, uh, introduced the movie Women Talking, Sarah Pauly's uh, latest directorial effort. But he called it Women Be Talking. No, he... That would be too good. He said, women are talking, is the yeah, name of it. I'm here to announce women are talking. Yeah. 
women are talking. This is a movie. And women are in it, and I'm sure they did a really good job. I heard he had something to do. He said something about the cast of Everything Everywhere All at Once, and everybody was all up in arms because they're oh, Asian. Well, yeah. <laughs> that happened, too. He was really just under fire just for everything he did at the SAG Awards. Yeah, he introduced that movie also, which people thought was insensitive because it features an all-Asian cast, and everyone knows that Mark has a uh, checkered past. Yeah, I blinded an Asian man in the 90s. Exactly. I think you've said this phrase on the podcast like 14 times. I really just can't stop fucking up. Women are talking. I'm too short for the microphone. (laughs) Put it down here so I can reach. But then Sarah Pauly, like, kind of roasted him when she accepted uh, the award. She called him Marky Mark and then, like, flubbed the name of whatever the fuck piece of shit he's in. It was it was funny. Was he in a movie this year? I honestly don't remember. I mean, he was in that fucking Kevin Hart movie that no one on Earth besides us watched. That Netflix piece of dog shit. I kind of liked it. Did you? Yes. I'm... Didn't I? I feel like I remember unironically getting a few laughs. Did we compelled... do it on the show? I feel compelled to ask you, what did you like about it? Oh, I have no answer. <laughs> None. No, we definitely did it on the show. And I will let the fans know what episode that was in at some point. Funny. So you can go back and have fun. Um, did you see Pete Davidson oh, and hey, his dude. new girlfriend, the girl from Bodies, 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 oh, and he yeah, drove his Mercedes into a, someone else's home in Beverly Hills. Yeah, we thought it'd be like cool. Just bashing sick. through the wall. Imagine you're sitting in your living room watching a show, and then Pete mm-hmm. Davidson's there. Pete Davidson swings his dick right into your home, <laughs> leveling the walls, <laughs> just fucking barreling down like King Kong or Godzilla. King but Kong only... meets Godzilla. Yes. King Kong versus Godzilla versus Pete Davidson. It's D.I. Yeah, that's where the franchise is going. And I'm going to go ahead and give that a green light. Agreed. You know what else I'm giving a green light to is this new Discovery Plus documentary about Jared Fogle. <laughs> that's that's sitting in my queue. I can't believe I, I didn't start it yet. wait for that. I've heard a lot of people recommend. Tyler said it's really good. Friend of the show, Aisha, said it was really good. Wow. All right, maybe we, we can start it tonight. I am... I'm an unspoken advocate of all minor attracted persons. So I think that they deserve a voice. They deserve a second chance. And minor love is love. Am I right? No doubt. Wait, love what? is love. <laughs> okay, sure. It doesn't matter if there are legal constraints. Anyone that you want to love, it's okay. So Whatever folks, the age. I think we got a new segment brewing, and it's the Jared Fogel Corner. Wow. And I'm totally going to watch this show. I think it's only like a four-parter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> years ago we had the pedophile. <laughs> what was his name? The retarded. You gotta take it. That's Dan's bit, by the way. <laughs> Funny. The uh, we're gonna do a remake of The Departed called The Retarded. Hmm. Greenlight? Who's in? I'm in as long as Bobby Farrelly directs it. <laughs> Guess what? He will take it, and we can use some of the cast of that new movie, Champions, to uh, fill this out. Well, I'm being very insensitive tonight, folks. Uh, who cares? This whole episode's going to get us canceled. I have a new wow. client that was that I'm like accidentally, not even accidentally. I just said that I have a podcast, and he was kind of like feeling around. I could tell he would was probably kind of interested, and I was like, I don't know that he'll think this is funny. Mm. And if he doesn't think it's funny, he doesn't know me well enough. Like I'm like, ah, I don't. I have a few clients that listen and they love it, but like I kind of, I'm a very different person professionally. Ow. Like I give them a little bit, but like I don't. I just there should be some sort of a separation there. And I'm like, if you find it organically and you listen enough, 
that you get to like minute 47 and then I say something about minor attracted persons and you get offended. Like, it's fine. It's a joke. It's a bit. I'm trying to upset people. And that's kind of been my thing for a long time. So maybe I'm going to start doing all clean humor. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Oh, I actually didn't spell that. Oh, boy. But I like that we're going to do an all clean show. Whole show. Fun. Nothing blue. No cursing. No pedophile stuff. No okay. casual racism. Nothing. We'll try that after we do a couple of Jared Fogo corners because I'm excited about that. I segment. can't wait. I think it's going to be so funny. Yeah. I was going to make drops of the like, there's a phone call where he's somebody taped him and he's talking about like going to Thailand to have sex with little boys. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think as yeah, long get as some it, drops of that. <laughs> no good. <laughs> you know I, you love the soundboard. Uh, you love it. I do actually. Hey, you suck, Nick. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. And did you see? I know you're all fired up about this. Jake Gyllenhaal filmed a scene for the Roadhouse remake at oh, UFC yeah. 285. Boy, does he look good. I know he did like a whole. What's he, up, Joe? He did what all the UFC guys do. They did like a weigh in. And uh, he looks awesome. He Hi, knocked, Joe. Knocked out his opponent with a flying knee. Oh, was that real? I mean, it was a movie one. I'm sure he didn't like. Although he has been known to commit to the role. I like the idea of him training to be a proper UFC fighter. Yeah, I think that's kind of awesome. But I mean, that Roadhouse remake, I got a good feeling about it. Wow, look at Joe. Trying to get a photo of her. Oh, little JoJo. She's having a little stretch sweetheart she doesn't want to be here bless her heart um true detective creator nick pizzolato has uh, a new series at amazon coming out a western a western sources say the entire drama is <laughs> being fast-tracked as the streamer looks for its version of yellowstone i mean i like this guy's work true detective Season one's good. I don't even hate two. Three's whatever. You're the only fan of two, I think, in history. Two is dope. May I ask, what did you like about it? Everything. Vince Vaughn and Colin Farrell's work, the grittiness, Rachel McAdams' butt, all of it. How many times do you see her butt? I mean, it's there. Nice. <laughs> I don't is know. it a good butt? Yeah, it's a great butt. All right. It's like an all-timer butt. But uh, what do you think of... Him doing a Western at Amazon. Uh, Sure. I'm trying to think of what else he did besides True Detective. I feel like he directed something else. But either way, I'm usually down for a Western. Hopefully I can think has... of a few that I like. I can think of a lot that I don't like. Does Yellowstone have like shootouts? Is it? Sometimes. Like like a six shooter? No, they thing? have like a couple like legit gunfights. Oh, okay. It's, you know, it's not, present day. It's not like a proper Western. It's just like in that vein. I mean, it's out West and it's guys in cowboy hats with horses. So, so where does like a Western and a modern Western diverge? Interesting. I, uh, I don't know. I'm tired. No, you're making sense. That's a good question. We'll see how his new Western shakes out. That'll be on Amazon. They don't have a title for it. Hi, you're on the air. Ooh. Um, Lizzie Kaplan and Joshua Jackson oh, are in yeah. a new version of Fatal Attraction, which is coming to Hulu. I think that looks good. It does. I I'm saw a, like a little clip of it. I'm a big Lizzie Kaplan guy. Yeah, she's a babe. Huge babe. And mm. she's got chops. I think I'm the only person on earth who watched... That. Master of Sex? Yes. I knew you were going to say that, <laughs> and that's funny. That show is great. It was her and Michael Sheen, a true story of this couple who... 
like devoted their lives and marriage to making this book about sex. Does Michael Sheen play Kinsey? I do is that what that is? I think Kinsey is on that show because he was like right, a pioneer right, right, right. in like the sex. Peter Sarsgaard and... showing his dick again. <laughs> One of the most hilarious dick reveals in cinema history. Might be the best, yeah. Sarsgaard is just like, why did you do this? That is a horrible dick. <laughs> it looks like he's di- he dipped it in a glass of ice water before he came out on screen. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing to hey, yourself? Hey man, shake it around a little bit. Probably- Maybe beat off in the bathroom and then let it come down. And then you come out and let him think that's how you hang. Yeah, it's like, that's what Affleck did for Gone Girl, clearly. Oh, yeah. It's like, I'm surprised Sarsgaard even got work after showing his Kevin fucking- Bacon is like 63% hard in Wild Things, <laughs> from the side, no less. Yeah, it's like- that's Like, a lot of guys it. have done this before. Jason Segel looks like he has fucking nine <laughs> yeah. and a half inches soft yeah. in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Like, maybe prep it just a little. Did you get a boner? Everybody knows that the dick changes sizes. Everybody knows this. Uh, did you see what Jimmy Kimmel said about hosting the Oscars when people asked him if there was another slap- what he would do. I didn't. He said, if they, he is bigger than the guy who does it, he will beat the shit out of them on television. It's a big if, Jim. Who's, the, who's he talking about there? Yeah, like, Peter Dinklage. <laughs> um, maybe Mark Wahlberg. Hey. Hey, how you doing? Hey, You're Jimmy. four and a half inches taller than me, but I'm still going to kick the shit out of you. I mean, is there anything more boring than Jimmy Kimmel hosting an award show? No. That like, isn't. That just makes an award show instantly forgettable. If you get like him or Jimmy Fallon, any of these like nebulous nothings to host a show. I prefer Fallon, personally. They're both just like, they just, they're white noise. I don't even like see or hear them. It just goes in and out. At least Jimmy Fallon, like he'd do that thing where he laughs at himself and you kind of like, ah, oh, he's a regular guy. Yeah, I guess. Maybe he'd yeah. play the guitar or something. It is funny when he's like, that's awesome about everything. Him like a raging alcoholic, just hiding behind some sort of a weird fake persona. I do like that for him. I do, yeah, that's nice. I like knowing that inside he is miserable and dying. (laughs) Can we take a little break? Yeah. You have a lot more news. I need a little break before we hit these three heavy reviews. I mean, yeah, we should break. I got more, but I mean, we'll we'll get back to it. All right. It was it was a long two weeks, folks. We'll we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Hey team, we're back. Yo, what's happening, hoops? <laughs> right, we took a little trip over to the pictures. And I'm saw, in the picture business. We actually have three piping hot, brand new reviews of movies that just came out in theaters this week. I don't think we've been this topical in years. It's, it's good to be back. Oh yeah. Should we start with uh, Scream 6, which we just saw at the Majestic 7? I think so, yeah. I mean, I got a little summary here for you. Uh, In this next installment, the survivors of the Ghostface killings leave Woodsboro behind and start a fresh chapter in New York City. This is a long-running series. Um, I just remember we saw Scream 3 in the theater together like 23 years ago. Was it at Kingston and did your mom drive us? It was at Randolph and your dad drove us. I remember. I'm not sure which is funnier. (laughs) I mean, I'm both. Did my dad watch the movie? He did. Even funnier. 
Like, oh, that was terrible, kid. <laughs> oh, weak entry in this excellent. What franchise. he preferred two. <laughs> I mean, two's great. This I like one, I like all of them. Let's be honest. I do They're too. all great. Watching this, I was like, is this one of my favorite franchises? It's it's definitely a lot of fun. And Rion made a good point. Uh, he, we were texting actually during the movie. Mm. He hasn't seen this yet, but he was saying um, the last one, the fifth one, was great in a lot of ways because they didn't try to make it 2022. They didn't do in terms of like, you know, like overly current and relevant and throwing in woke shit, like yeah. a lot of stuff like buzzwords. And and I'm not saying movies have to be, you know, set in the past for me to enjoy them, but like it was a current movie that was just a movie yeah. about kids on earth with stuff going on. Yeah. And this one, it was the same creative team as five. Okay. I really liked five a lot too. And so I was like, I think oh. I like five better. Yeah. Yeah. I was like all jazzed for this one. This one was good too. Like they, the guys who make these, you can tell they like love movies and they do so much like meta right. movie within a movie stuff in this franchise, which is like what they're all about. That's all you need. Yeah. Like that's like your number one draw. <laughs> there's a line in this movie where a girl like makes fun of guys who use letterboxed. I've never felt more targeted <laughs> watching a movie in my life. It's like, you're doing letterboxed bits? They got you. Like, you know, most people don't even know what that is. I did just log my Scream 6 review on my letterboxed. Thank I you. I gave it three out of five, which I, is very good for me. Yeah, I'd give it a little higher. This one really, I like this a lot. And in classic Scream fashion, like the last one, the fifth one, was kind of like, it mirrored the first one in the series because it was like kind of a reboot. mm and they did the whole meta thing. And this one was like almost like a remake of Scream 2 in weird ways. It like dealt with a lot of the same right. stuff. And it did it in like a clever way where I noticed early on like, oh, this is kind of similar to Scream 2. And then within the movie, they said like, this is like Scream 2, basically. I just, I don't know. I love when movies are about movies and then they admit it and then mm. you're just so deep within it it's like what am i even watching i was kind of bummed there was no jamie kennedy cameo <laughs> i know i'm i love the character who's like the randy of these new ones that girl she has a great uh monologue in this where she just like skewers all the new genres of stuff in such a funny quick dope way but yeah the whole big hook in this new one is uh ghost faces in new york city Mm. What did you think of uh, New York City? It's almost like New York City is a character in the film itself. <laughs> you love that bit. He's in. Uh, yeah, I thought that was a cool element. Mm. To be honest, I do like it when it's in the same old town. So mm. this was a, a departure. I didn't dislike it, but I find it... I, it was I'm trying to dance around spoilers. It was something different. Yeah. When I first saw it, I was like, this seems kind of desperate in, in like a Jason Takes Manhattan kind of way. Mm. But they found some interesting stuff. To no, do they made it. it work. And it wasn't too forced. They didn't, it wasn't like a New York movie. One of the sets kind of felt like the the fight with Batman and Bane in Dark Knight Rises. It was like dark and like mm. weird, you know, yes. causeway or a walkway, catwalk or whatever. I, Swear to me, the fire rises. That'd be great if instead of the scream voice, it was the Bane voice. Underneath the mask. Yeah, yeah. he just calls people. How about yes. Bane, Bane versus Ghostface? What is your favorite scary movie, Mr. Wayne? 
Bane, I think, would bit. be scarier than Too Ghostface. Much. Yeah, you enjoy it. That's all right. <laughs> I'm having the time of my life. But yeah, the I love the scream voice. Yeah. This movie starts. All these movies are big on like the opening scene. Oh this yeah. This is the first one that has like the whole Drew Barrymore thing. One of the big openings in movie history. And this one has a fun one. It's a college professor like talking about movies. There's a bunch of twists. I'm not going to zip through the whole thing. I'm like but... going over the movie in my head. There's a spoiler in every few scenes. So it's hard yeah. to even discuss. We can basically just say that we liked it. Yeah. These movies are like my favorite mysteries. Mm. They do a great job of making you think everyone in the movie could potentially be the killer. Right. And even though I wasn't wowed by the reveal in this movie, I thought everything leading up to it was like incredible. I was like really in the pocket for this movie and enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah, they did a good job. I thought the Dermot Mulroney casting was a little weird. Yeah, at first I was like, oh, that's funny he's in this. But then I, yeah, he didn't wow me. And I kind of figured him out and all of the stuff that would happen around him within seconds. And that's not usually what I'm able to do when I watch a movie. That's not usually my thing. Yeah. But yeah, these, I like how when they get so meta, they like explain movies in a way where they have no choice but to like do something different. They like explain what happens in these movies and then they... You know, leave no choice but to like subvert that. Mm. It's very cool. The guys who write these are very smart. Every few minutes, I'm like, fuck, this is very cleverly put together. Yeah, I kind of want to watch it again. Mm. Yeah, I was, was like, I got, we, I, as you may remember, I got a speeding ticket for blowing a red light on our way there. Mm. Oops. And uh, I don't think we mentioned that, but that did I don't happen. think we did. Yeah. I thought it was going to be way more severe. It was pretty casual. 50 bucks. Yeah. The guy was nice, and I think he realized that I haven't had a, I haven't been, not only have I not been pulled over in 10 years, I haven't had a ticket in 20. You played it cool. You like gave him your car and like gave him a handshake. I was like, this is cool guy stuff. <laughs> he so probably thought I was like... a fucking asshole, but I, I was just trying to say hi. No, it was dope. So if you're listening out there, uh, Keith, Keith, <laughs> Keith the cop. Yeah. You are a new Keith Perens, I believe was his name. You are the, uh, the guest or the call the fan of the week hell yes. yeah that was nice and clunky for you keith <laughs> keithy keith <laughs> if he actually calls me and sets up a session that will be very funny i did think when you were doing that i was like i was like he's probably thinking this is like a fat thing i thought he was gonna be like what is this because i'm a fat guy you're offering me a free gym session because he was a fat cop he was kind of fat in yeah. classic fashion but that's that just made it more fun i would have said I think it's time for you to unlock your true potential, Keith. And then I would have grasped his cock. <laughs> and then I would have grabbed his revolver. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. done the Fargo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> at one point when he was about to walk back over, I looked over at Scott and I was like, what would you do if I just took off right now? <laughs> and I thought that was a pretty good bit. Just drive. Go. <laughs> I would have uh, grabbed your hand in Thelma and Louise-like fashion. I'm just happy you had your fucking seatbelt on. You love not having your seatbelt on. Know, and right? like that could have easily been a three, $400 ticket if you wanted to be a dickhead. But it was like True. it was like kind of a new red light. And the only issue was there was another guy and it was a two-lane. 
And I, the guy was going like 15 miles under the speed limit and I kind of zoomed around. I didn't like cut him off, but I went by him going a little quick and my car got kind of loud. Mm. Lucy made a good point. She was like, have fun owning a car that gets pulled over now. Cause like I've pulled moves like that for 10, 15 years in the Acura, but yeah. the cop was probably sitting at the intersection on his phone and he didn't, he wouldn't have even looked up if it was my Acura cause he wouldn't have heard me. I liked how you were right away like, yep, you got me. I shouldn't have, like, because yeah, it was a pretty blatant. Oh, yeah. what am I going to, oh, that wasn't like, oh, you know, <laughs> there is no way around that. I'm sorry, officer. I, uh, <laughs> you know, like, it's a tough spot, but that went as well as 50 it could bucks, go. whatever. I don't even know if that'll impact my insurance. I'm sure it's two points. I oh, should well. have, if he gave you a, a juicier ticket. I would have like brought up Fast and Furious movies and you know ingratiated us to him further, and it would have. You think he would have taken it down a little bit if you did like ejecto cito, cuz some real inside fast line. Sir, do you have Nos in your cruiser? You would have been like, actually, uh, I've been trying to get Nos going. Uh, did you see what kind of cruiser he had? It was like an SUV, right? Yeah, it was one of like the cool. Yeah, like when in hindsight, <laughs> I, I could have taken off, and he wouldn't have been able to catch me, but. That might not be a good idea. <laughs> I mean, next time. Yeah. We'll, we'll lose them. In- I need one of those hideaway license plates. I keep getting ads for them on Instagram. I'm like, how on any planet is this legal? Yeah. And I must say, Scream 6-wise, <laughs> mm. they got a good new cast. Yes. Like they the the core people, that main babe, I'm a big Jenna fan Ortega. of. Ortega. Her, she's oh, good. Oh, the other one, like, yeah. Her older sister, I think, is the better babe. And she's... She plays Duggan. like the daughter of Skeet Ulrich from the original. I think her storyline's interesting. The friends are good. I'm liking this new Scream series. I'm sure you know they're going to make at least two or three. Oh more. yeah, I'm sure the green light seven. It'll be set in Hawaii or something. It'll be a laugh riot. <laughs> I think this one is going to make a lot of money. Yeah, I feel like this will be a hit. We were at a four thirty show and it was like not that many people, but nobody goes to that theater. True. And just horror movie wise, I was saying this as we were leaving. I have no stomach for gore anymore. Most of the stabbings, I had like a visceral like ah oh, god reaction to. I was laughing. It's it's appalling. People getting like stabbed in the eyeballs. Boof. Is it too scary? It is. It's funny because I genuinely like like these movies for like the mystery aspect. I'm like, ooh, who's the killer? I want to figure it out. Like when people start getting killed, I I'm not having fun anymore really <laughs> like not you see know, that's my favorite part i need that gore it's like too tense i'm a sicko but it's well done yeah. like there's a sequence where new york wise they have to go from apartment to apartment like over a ladder through a an nyc alleyway that was probably the coolest kill of all that was fun this is a spoiler i guess i mean you gotta know someone's if you're gonna watch down. the movie don't listen yeah I'm, that's my warning people die in this horror movie you're not even gonna believe it folks you're not even gonna believe it so that's Scream 6. Yes, yes. Just you saw last night, let's talk about this. You saw 65, yeah. the new Adam Driver movie. Tell us about how much you loved it. Folks, 65, more like 25 on Rotten Tomatoes. Am I right? Am I right, folks? As unattractive as she is on the outside, she's even worse on the okay, inside. Okay, Donald, you said that already, and that's fine. Did he say that one already? He did. You're fired. <laughs> okay, you won me back, Don. <laughs> Adonis. I'm Adonis. 
But uh, we'll be talking about that in a minute. 65, I saw last night with friend of the show, Rian, at the AMC Boston Common, lovely theater. I got to use my A-list credentials for the first time in about a month. I you nerds breaking that. out that A-list? Uh, I mean, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with uh, being a, an A-list celebrity who likes to go to the AMC and see Terry. I am an AMC Stubbs member. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm on. That's You're on the same thing. It's, I'm it's not called- A-list, though. A-list is like that next level where the tickets are involved. Stubbs is like they just keep track of how many times you go and they give you a soda oh, every six okay. months. You don't do the A-list? <sighs> nah. I mean, it's 25 bucks. You can see up to three movies a week. It's worth it. I would it never you... do that. Yeah, actually, we, we usually don't go to AMC. I'd be shocked if I went to three movies a month. Yeah. I mean, it's I like know. it's movie pass-esque. I don't use it as much as I'd like. But the deal is hot. If you go to at least two movies a month, it pays for itself. Yeah. And then if you go see more, it's like a no-brainer. Right. But. I get it. Yeah. And I'm sure, is there like you can skip the line or anything? I mean, yeah. There's like, I think there's something like that and like a candy line. Isn't there like if you're in the bathroom and you're shitting and like, (laughs) and your penis touches the edge of the toilet bowl or the, or the water underneath and you get a free popcorn? Yeah. They'll give you a little treat and they'll. Do you have to like show the water on your penis? You do. They're going to make you show your receipts. What about but, like if you're shitting and the and the shit hits the water and you get a splash? Yeah, there's a deal for that. Is that candy? That's under the A-list proviso. Mm, okay. It's all under the umbrella. Perfect. Hi, can I speak to the manager? <laughs> I, I have poo on my dick and I'd like some fruit snacks. What about like if you're wiping and the toilet paper rips and you get a little streak on your thumb? <laughs> yep, they got a deal for That's that That's free too. tickets for a week? Yeah, maybe even a month. All right, perfect. See, now I'm in. (laughs) But yeah, and that's why this deal is good. You can go see movies like 65, the new Adam Driver dinosaur movie that I had a good feeling about. Do you have a summary? And boy, oh boy, was I wrong. I have a summary right here. An astronaut crash lands on a mysterious planet only to discover he's not alone. Okay. And And then what happened? If you've seen the trailer... It's just it's a dinosaur movie, but they they're shitty looking dinosaurs. They're not like Jurassic Park dinosaurs. Mm. They're like low budget like dog dinosaurs. They looked like shit. This movie is more average than you could even fathom. I think Adam Driver is a really good actor, and for a while you're like, oh, he's making this watchable and elevating this very average sci-fi action movie but then it gets to a point where it's like there's only so much someone can do and this movie is just awful a boring sloggy who is scott beck the director he and the other guy they wrote the first quiet place Mm. and then something Mm -hmm. else and this is their directorial debut and i mean it had like a couple okay moments, but it's so forgettable, this fucking thing. It's just him going through a futuristic landscape, just shooting dinosaurs with this. The only thing I liked about it was he has like a cool future gun that like makes a cool sound when he shoots it. And it's got like a dope, uh, it just looks cool. You know, it's like a dumb fake thing. You know, when you're saying the best thing about the movie is the future gun. 
that you're watching a real fucking piece of shit. Was it like two and a half? Didn't you guys both fall asleep too? <laughs> we did. I fell asleep for a bit and then I woke up and went and got some candy, revitalized myself, but then Rian fell asleep mm. for like the bulk of the picture. <laughs> and I was jealous. <laughs> he looked like he was getting some good rest and he didn't miss anything. <laughs> And well, at that point, just go home. Yeah, and also <laughs> like, wake him up and leave. This movie like cast a spell over the entire audience. Someone two rows ahead of us was also sleeping, snoring so loudly, <laughs> and he was sleeping so deeply. His phone rang three times, and it went through every ring because he was asleep and couldn't answer it. It was safe. Just, I was like, "This is a fucking madhouse." Watching this dinosaur movie, it was. Putting everybody to I want to see the boat nuts. movie. I want to see the Adam Driver dinosaur movie. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, hated I, this. I did. You invited me, and I was like, I hate that theater. Yeah. It was like, I was I was done with work early yesterday, so I was like, there's a big gap between now and when I would have to leave. I would have had to like leave my house at 10 past six or quarter past six, and I was like, I'm not going to like rally myself in three hours to go to this. Yeah. I mean, you made the right call. It was very bad, and I. Did not have the best time watching it. Was it over two hours? No, that was the, another good part about it. It was a cool hour and a half. Okay. But still somehow felt still. like three hours. I'm, I'm very much over the, the, the 90 plus minute movie. Like make it 90 and under. Nice 80 yeah. minute film. Get me out of there. And even though it was bad, I was kind of charmed by it. I was like, it's like, you know, beginning of March. This is like when turkeys get released. Like, Right. This makes sense. The, the weekend before the Oscars. Yeah, like the movies are back. This makes sense to go see a piece of shit at this moment in time. Yeah. I was kind of... Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's 65 now in theaters. I say wait for it to be on Tubi in a week and a half. And we also both separately went to go see the new Creed movie... Titled Creed 3, the directorial debut of its star, Michael B. Jordan. The first movie in the Rocky franchise to not feature Rocky Marciano as portrayed by Sylvester Stallone. Rocky Balboa? Yes. Why? What did I say? He's Marciano. He's a, he's a boxer as well. Oh, okay. Wow. Do I know about boxers? Are you a boxing guy? <laughs> yeah. I'm just like... I, I had to, to stop you just to, to ask, are you a boxing guy? Did I just enter a fugue state and do my own sports corner without even trying? Men, you did take your dick out. <laughs> That's true. Okay, let me zip put it her, back. You can put it back now. Yeah, okay. the corner's over. I mean, when you start talking about Creed Three, you just <clears> get a little fired up. You enjoyed this. Oh, do, do you have a, spo- or a, uh, a spoiler? A trailer? or a Summary. summary. I do. Uh, Adonis Creed has been thriving in both his career and family life. But when a childhood friend and former boxing prodigy resurfaces, the face-off is more than just a fight. This summary brought to you courtesy of IMDb. And... Hell of a cast. Yes. Felicia Rashad. She's back. I'm surprised that she had time to shoot this, given her dedication to finding the person who raped all of those women that accused Bill Cosby. Didn't she? I think she's like on his team. She is, yes. Which is weird that she's still like. She sullied her entire career by defending him at his like literal worst possible hour. Thank you. Oh, Felicia. Thank you. <laughs> Don't take a sip of that. 
I'm not doing the whole thing where like I drug you and we put the music. I've been it's playing fair. too much music and I'm tired. I'm done. Just know that I'm thinking about it, fans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about drugging hoops. Folks, just know he's thinking about it. Mm. But I did enjoy this movie. I thought, especially for a first time director, and I always think it's difficult when like the star of the movie directs it. That seems like a big ask. It's like you're in front of the camera and you you got to go and watch after you do every take to be like, i got to make sure this looks good because I'm also the director. It seems exhausting. One might even say that's probably why the movie wasn't good. Wow. No. What do you think? <laughs> I legit liked it. Like he, <clears throat> It starts with uh, a flashback. I mean, I loved the first Creed. I thought Creed 1 is like quietly a masterpiece. And one of like the best boxing movies. That was Ryan Coogler directed that one? Yes. Yeah. Which he needs to get out of Marvel hell. He's been trapped making <laughs> Black Panther 2 and God knows what else. He needs to get back to making real movies like Creed and Fruitvale Station. Would you say you're sorry you ruined his Black Panther party? <laughs> I would, actually. Mm. But I love Creed. Creed 2, bit of a misfire. Kind of forgettable. I saw it in the theaters with my family. I want to say Thanksgiving weekend when it came out. And mm. it was or maybe Christmas weekend. Excuse it me. was very bad. Yeah. I hated it. And I hated this. It just doesn't have the stuff. This one I thought had the stuff. You like the deaf kid? I didn't love the deaf kid stuff, but I mean, it's part of it. I like how they committed to it. Like his wife is a musician Tessa who's Thompson. mildly deaf. And so her storyline's kind of whatever. But then they have a kid in Creed too, And yeah, in this one, she's a little grown up and she's deaf. She's got a charming little kid storyline. I think that Tessa Thompson is a miscast in this and because Michael B. Jordan is one of the handsomest dudes probably who has ever lived and he's completely shredded and he does, he's too pretty. Rion said this too. He's too pretty to be a boxer. Hmm. So that's unbelievable. And like, it doesn't, they just don't feel like a real couple. She feels much older than him. She looks like she fucking works at Verizon and he looks like he should be on the cover of GQ just indefinitely and yeah. i don't know like I wood mean, harris i thought was a is a weird casting i know he's been in the other ones too but like he hasn't done a single movie since paid in full in 2002 and then like a bunch of straight to video stuff i think tessa thompson's kind of a babe she didn't look great in this though mm. and also she's got a little bit of stink on her she was in thor love and thunder and men in black international she's done kind of a lot of duds in a row oh, i forgot about mib so did everyone else. It's very bad and forgettable. But I don't know. I their like family dynamic was kind of working for me in this one. I thought this was like kind of like stylish and well directed and enjoyable. I thought Jonathan Majors like knocked it out of the park with his uh somewhat shoehorned in like me and Creed were boys. Now I'm back and now I'm taking a shot at the title. Like I get the complaint that this movie is like deeply unrealistic, which it is, but I think all the Rocky movies are pretty unrealistic and like mm. over the top. Of and course, yeah. Sensationalized. They've never, they've always thrown out the rule book in terms of boxing, like Rocky in Rocky Four fighting against Ivan Drago, who's three times his size, and I, and like people dying in the ring and nobody gets in trouble. And like, you know. Yeah, like there's some cheesy stuff where like, Someone who's not a boxer at all is given like a title shot right. on a lark and he, you know, becomes the champion, a bunch of stuff. Like, if you've seen a boxing movie before, nothing in this movie will surprise you. But 
I don't mean that as like an insult. Mm. I thought it went through the motions that boxing movies do in an interesting way. I think the thing that bothered me the most about this movie is that it felt rushed and slowed down, like it was going through the motions and rushing at the same time. Hmm. Like, were was, you rushing or dragging? On my tempo, movie. Uh, like, like John Jonathan Majors somehow like wins one fight, and he's like, "The okay, I'm the, now I'm the world champion, and I yeah. have this nine million dollar condo with a supermodel girlfriend and a crew of guys giving me a beach party on day one." And Michael B. Jordan's gonna like come down to the beach to yell at me in a suit, and I'm gonna punch him in the face in front of all of my new weird friends. And then Michael B. Jordan's just gonna leave. And then there's like the weird Dodger Stadium, like artsy fight sequence that's like cutting in and out of like surreal, random, like aerial shot, weird CGI, mm. and then like Mortal Kombat 1995 slow motion. Sick, right? Uh, it's just <laughs> the movie just was full of fucking holes like they don't even i know they wanted to keep that pg-13 rating so in the very beginning scene when michael b jordan and jonathan majors get into the conflict and jonathan majors pulls the gun on those guys mm. there's no like gunshot there's no sound implication that he shot anybody and yet he ends up getting 18 years in prison so that, he got 18 years in prison for an unregistered firearm or yeah that that was a little were they really just trying to hang in there and keep that pg-13 rating because if he shot somebody Probably. in the chest they would have to make it rated r literally yes weed three Gweed. this this worked for me though i was like you know all this the like boxing stuff mm. you didn't like the slow-mo i thought the slow-mo was hated sick it. i thought it had like hated it. i thought the fights were like slick i'm using the word slick to describe these fights yeah <laughs> he hates it you think he, this is slicked back this is pushed back <laughs> no doubt no doubt yeah like felicia rashad's character having a stroke it was just like there was so much stuff that i was like who gives a fuck i mean third movies are tough i mm. thought for a third movie this was good like i mean this will surprise no one i cried watching this movie at what <laughs> At fucking what? The slightly you. different, slowed down, like copyright free Rocky victory music at the end. It was like, like it was like a MIDI version. Like, come on. Yeah. Just pay the fucking royalties and play the original music. I'm not going to let you. You can't have it. I mean, I can't even remember what made me cry, but I, I did write here that I cried just to put it on the books. It was probably just something. I think you stupid. need SSRIs or something. Like if you're just probably. breaking down at Creed three, like what's underneath that? I mean, it's not breaking down. It's just this inspirational is what the tears. Are. I mean, sometimes no, but it's just it's like a well done sequence. That's mm. like what they're trying to do. They're trying to have good characters and a well written, relatable, emotional scene. It worked on me. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I'm like over explaining this. I'm like, dude, it's actually... Me, me it's, just bullying you into getting the answers? It's actually cool that I cried at this movie. It's like sick and dope and stuff. No, but... Uh, um, I shushed people while watching this Did movie. You? I thought that was fun. The You went to that South Bay theater, huh? I did. Oh, that's why. I know, but... You shushed some nice Irish boys? <sighs> yeah. No, I... Uh, because they were just like, people were like flat out talking in the mm. theater. It wasn't like whispering. They were just like having a conversation. And it showed no signs of stopping or even slowing down. So I just let my rage like get to a simmer. 
and then like just blurted out like hey shut up or whatever at some point you gotta shut up yeah. like kramer <laughs> hey you gotta shut up i haven't spoken in days i'm sorry but uh it worked <clears throat> it always worked it always just, does just yeah. blurt it out and sound like a fucking unhinged lunatic and uh i think a lot of people are like is this guy crazy enough like if he's crazy enough to shout at us is he crazy enough for this to become a thing yeah if you're in the theater for like 65 it's like he's crazy enough he bought a ticket to this movie <laughs> who knows what he's capable of yeah this guy's a clear mental patient he's seeing 65 we got to be careful yeah. like just just run we gotta get out of here but you liked it though huh i did it's it worked for all me, right as all i right. said the montages they weren't doing anything for you nothing there's the, a the sick one... montage with a dope rap song where he's fucking like dragging a fighter jet that was pretty good that was, that was that was the best part of the movie also he's like he has cool shoes i was thinking of all the angst stuff in the movie mm. being like angst gonna love this i can't believe you hated it i didn't hate it i think i gave it two and a half and then i downgraded it to two so i i would say that it was just okay I mean, I thought it was like better than Raging Bull. I bought tickets to this in the. <laughs> I mean, these, the, these are the jewels from the belt. <laughs> I bought tickets to the Framingham AMC, and Lucy and I were going to go at two. I thought the movie started at three thirty. Turns out it was two forty-five. So we arrived. The movie was already in progress, and I could not. I could have gone in, but I'm like, I'm not doing this. We go back to the car. I'm furious. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. So I bought tickets to the four o'clock. I think it was 4.10 show in Dedham. Fucking 4.20 would have been so sicker. So we had 25 minutes to get to Dedham. <laughs> uh, yes, it would have. Would have given us an extra 10 minutes. I don't understand what else you're talking about. Uh, uh, uh. We arrived. We made it in. I'm all stressed out. Got Lucy all stressed out. Lucy's hungry. So we had burgers brought over. They were the wrong burgers. Mm. The air trailer played before, though. And I had Jordans on. And this cool black guy in the row in front of me had Jordans on. And we both like raised our shoe in the air and did like a shoe salute. Did you guys like cheers with shoes? It was a shoe cheers like we didn't touch shoes but it was a cheers love that that's so that was the, that was the highlight of the movie for me getting validation from a cool black guy yeah that sounds sick i wonder if that's I'm, every white guy's dream i wonder if i'm ever gonna get that someday it'll come <laughs> okay that's good it'll come i need that we need to up your sneaker game that's an easy one we do i actually need new sneakers i was looking at these fucking ratty kudges earlier you want me to get you some what's your size uh i'm an 11 uh, an 11 yeah all right yeah, 11 and everything games. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm what winking. does that even, but yes, yes. Well, like some, I mean, I'm a 13 in Nike. I'm a 14 in Adidas and I just got these new workout shoes. I'm a 12 and a half. So oh, I'm all okay. over the place. Maybe I'm all over the place too. You might be. You're like a 13, you're an 11 in like a Nike. I mean, we'll see. We'll find out. Let's go on like a shoe. Let's go on like a clueless trying on shoes montage. You and me, like uh, crazy stupid love. Like I throw your fucking pumas <laughs> off the top balcony of the mall. Hell yeah. I'm Ryan Gosling. You're Steve Carell. I have my schwanz in your face. Nice. Oh, I'm Ryan. I'm Carell. All right, yes. fine. If I'm going to be Steve Carell, I want to be Steve Carell in the fox catcher only. <laughs> I abhor horse flesh. <laughs> Did oh. you catch the fox, mother? Oh. Yet, mother. Weird. Um. That's all I got, really. I watched a few other things that I'd rather not discuss. Ooh. Three big hits, and that's it. Yeah. I mean, so you're not recommending Creed 3? I am Weird. not. Okay. I am recommending Creed 3. Watch it when it's free on HBO or whatever. I'm saying go see it at the pictures. 
fucking shush the people in front of you kick back at this point i feel like you work for amc (laughs) maybe i do maybe i have a side gig as a stubs a-list entrepreneur (laughs) i mean they actually have horrible theaters and uh rarely get the good movies they're usually pretty bad and their seats are constantly in a state of disrepair (laughs) i really don't like anything going on there but i do have the a-list and i do like movies but yeah, I'm recommending Creed Three. All right, all right. I'm recommending everything we just saw, actually, except for Sixty Five. That was dog mm. shit. What am I saying? And I have bad news. I am in Florida next weekend. What? So we are gonna have to postpone the show again. Wow. So I figured I'd give you all a heads up, Monty. I know you're hearing this. You're upset. I'm learning this in real time, folks. This is fucked up. I know. It's. This- I figured I'd drop the bomb publicly so there'd be no scene. I mean, in that case, can I mention something real quick that I won't want to talk about by the time we do another Yes. Show? History of the World Part 2, that Hulu show, <laughs> and just farted in case that didn't show up on mic. I think it did. <laughs> the, little, little chirp. That was that a looked, cute one. That looked real bad. Guess what? It's not bad. It's actually very enjoyable and fun. It's got a lot of good people on it. Just as a quick thing, History Ooh. of the World Part 1 is a Mel Brooks movie. It came out in like the 70s. All these years later, they you can tell they made it as a movie, but they probably had too much footage, and they're like, let's just make it a show. And it's just a bunch of sketches, a lot of them like historical in nature. It's the kind of thing I thought I was going to hate. I threw it on. It's got good, cheap laughs. It uh, has a lot of funny people. Seth Rogen. <laughs> um, uh, Nick Kroll. I don't want to be around. A zillion people. I don't know why I can't think of more of them, but like too much fucking shit on me. I can't breathe. <laughs> it was good. It's yeah. And speaking of that, uh, Sam Richardson is in I'm an episode. I'm telling you that I am. I've only seen the first three of like six episodes. I bet even uh, what's that guy's name? Tim think, Robinson. Yeah, he probably even pops up at some point. It's got all the funny like current sketch guys and Mel Brooks. Oh, yeah, you- who is just like impossibly old. I think he's like legitimately a hundred years old. Doesn't Joey have him in the death pool? He's so old. They don't even have him on camera. They just have him doing narration. <gasps> he's like, I don't know. It's, I mean, he's, he's still got it a little bit. He can still deliver a joke. I'll give him that. He's a proper legend. All right. All right. But yeah, oh, well, I, I'll give it a whirl. It's funny. I, I do have to start that Jared documentary though, and finish better call Saul season five. And then, Purchase Ooh, yes. AMC Plus to get six. Yes, that's a definite. Okay. You're gonna, especially after the five oh, yeah, finale. I can't not. Don't. That, 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 I would that, never. That, 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 that. Glad you're in there. I'm like more in there than I've been on a show since Breaking Bad. Legitimately, mm. like this is like in my new top five. I've been waiting years for this. I've been preaching. I know about Better Call Saul. It finally all. I was paid listening. Off. I was listening. I just knew I needed to like try to get in to get going, and I got going, and I'm here. He's back. So yeah, next week we'll be talking about that wow. and the maybe Babylon, some other. Things. I shut it. <laughs> we'll talk Sucked. about Hank shutting it, and. I'm sure something else. I watched like an out. hour of it. I was like, "What is this?" We're like, the movies are back. Something cool comes out next week. Like we're entering hot movie season. Oh yeah, and I'm fired up about the it. The movies are back. You heard it here first. Oscars, here we come. Yes, we're gonna be there presenting for Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. 
Let's are we foregoing the plugs or are we doing plugs? I mean, why not do some plugs? All Shoot right. us an email enough the podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Instagram at Enough the Podcast, on Twitter at Podcast Enough. I'm on both of those platforms at Skip Seasoned. You can follow Rye at Ankner on Instagram and at Ankfit. And on Twitter, Ank underscore fit. Mm-hmm. And Ankfit.com. And yeah, that's everything, right? Good job. He's back. Great job. And folks, why don't you go ahead and have a goo, and I wish I could think of more stuff that's coming out, but it's fine. We'll talk about whatever we talk about, and yeah, thanks for listening. Listen, buddy, I gotta go. But thank you. Bye. Have a goo. Hey, have a goo. Yeah.